Welcome back, True Reviews Podcast. I'm your host, True Justice. This is episode 194. I have so much to play catch up on. Uh, it's been a few weeks since uh, my last uh, my last episode. Just been so busy. Um, life is just life is just chaotic. <laughs> but um, you know, a, lo- a lot to be thankful for. A lot of good things going on. But it, is, it has been crazy. Um, lots of movies to talk about today. Um, some TV shows. Uh, some play some catch up on the daily laws. Um, I want to talk about a video game actually that me and my uh my youngest daughter had uh just beaten together that was a lot of fun and um and yeah, just kind of check in with everybody, let everybody know what's been going on. I uh I just had a birthday um a few days ago. Uh turned 34 years old and I'm feeling pretty good. I don't I don't get I'm not one of those people that likes to make a big deal of his birthday, so I used to, even when I had Facebook, I would always usually go and make it private or whatever shortly before it occurred because I couldn't stand all the all the messages or comments or whatever that would come through just because everybody had it alerted on their page. I just, I, if you don't know my birthday or are aware of it already, I, I don't, I don't need to hear from you. <laughs> it's just, it, to me, it's just one of those things where it's another pressure we put on ourselves and other people to celebrate something that doesn't need to be celebrated um i uh i really just like to chill i'm not a big party guy or anything like that i am excited um uh this week uh tomorrow actually i'm gonna have have my guys come over and uh, my wife's gonna make some uh some tacos and we're just gonna chill um kind of in celebration of it but we do that anyways <laughs> it's just another reason to get together i guess but uh I am excited for that um, burrito tacos, and I'm especially excited for my wife tried a recipe out on those not too long, uh, not too far back, and I fucking loved them. So um, that was my request, and then uh, my family had gotten me some some whiskey, and I'm always always excited to drink some whiskey. So um, other than that, uh, just work. Um, I actually we had a, a cool little. Um, all staff day, um, which, uh, allowed for all the employees to get together at a park and do, do some awards, which was a lot of fun. They wanted to do, uh, their own version of the Dundies. If you if you're familiar with the office, um, hilarious, hilarious segment of that show. But, um, and so that was, that was really cool. It's, it, it was nice to see, um, some people get recognized. I actually got a, uh, I got an award myself and, um, got my uh 10 years of service certificate which was crazy just really put things in perspective of how time can time can really fly and um it's crazy when you've been at a one one spot for 10 years you know me and my wife have been together for almost 10 years now and um it's that's a long time that's a you know just under a third of my life spent with one person and at one one job that's when you look at it like that it, it trips you out um other than that, uh, geez, school is around the corner uh, for the kids. Pretty excited about that. My daughters, um, they need some, they need something to do all day long. <laughs> so I'm really stoked for them to get back to school. Uh, my son's going to be a sophomore this year, and uh, that boy's just going in every direction of trying to figure his shit out as a teenage boy does. But um, yeah, that's a journey in itself. Uh, actually had to go pick him up from the police. Um, uh, God, what was that? Like a week ago, something like that. 
Um, luckily, it wasn't anything too serious, but him and his friends uh, messing around and shit got a little out of hand. They ended up breaking a, a glass panel on a bus stop. Um, and, and they'll have a court date, you know, learning their lessons. You know, I, me and my friends broke shit when we were teenagers, too. We just, boys are dumb. We do dumb shit because we're bored sometimes. So uh, he'll see what that that's like. Um, and then other than that, yeah, just trying to get a get a schedule going, get a routine going. I'm in desperate need for it. Hitting mid mid thirties, you know, I say 34, 35, 36. That's the mid 30 range. And I'm really going to be focused. I'm going to be doing some episodes uh, soon, really focusing just about my own health. I'm trying to take you guys through my own journey of uh, mental health and physical health. They they, uh, go hand in hand. And so I just actually forked out two grand for this new treadmill. I needed one that could, uh, um, carry my weight, you know, I'm, I'm a 400 pound man. So most treadmills are 250, 300 pound maxes. So I had to get a nice one that, that I knew I could actually use. And, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it going to the gym. I, I always loved, uh, hopping on the treadmill, whether it be a, a walk or a jog. Um, I want to get to a point where I could just, I can run for an extensive amount of time. Um, I, I'm, I need to lose some weight. I, I want to feel better. It's been a long time since I felt really good. Um, I felt better at certain times, but I've always, you know, called it quits or um, gotten distracted with other things. And uh, it's time for me to really prioritize my health. And, um, yeah, so I'm excited to take take you all on that journey with me too. Um, I'll just be talking about the steps I'm taking uh, how often I'm doing things, what progress is looking like. I'll let you guys know when I begin because the, the treadmill just got here today. And holy shit, it's a workout in itself just getting that motherfucker in the house and out the box. That is a, that should be your test right there. They should just bring them by and say, well, if you don't, if you don't have the energy to get it in here and set it up, you don't want one. <laughs> but um, I'll probably have it moved downstairs and set up completely by by next week and then I'll I'll get going I'll let you guys know my starting weight um how much time I'm spending on it what kind of workouts I'm doing what kind of shit I'm putting in my body and how it's how it's helping uh helping helping and uh, you know uh, just affecting things negatively and positively because you know there's there's clear-cut positive changes that come with it but some negative stuff could come too um you know, just with uh, the time, and then um, I think a lot of times people feel like they can't be honest about when they're uh, when they're neglecting their uh, their workouts or their routines or their diets and things like that. And I'm not a big fan of the word diet because it's just more about a change in change in diet, but not going on one of the fads of diets, if that makes sense. But I'm really excited. I just wanted to share that a few updates about my my personal life with it. And uh, other thing, um, I started writing some songs. Um, I still have quite a bit I need to record um, that I've been sitting on for a while, but I started writing a few other new songs, and I'm actually considering recording them and dropping some singles in the next few months. Um, just I, I, I got to stay attached to music somehow. It's just a huge relief off of my, my mental um, to get my feelings out that way and get creative. Um, I got a really cool present from my cousin, um, that I, I don't even want to say what it is cause I want to, I want to utilize it in the, the photography that I'm going to do, but uh, for my action figure photography, I'm stoked about that. Me and my guy, Mike are talking about building up a little set to start doing some things like that. 
And uh, we're we're seriously in discussion about wrapping up beers, bongs, and bullshit. So uh, it's looking like three three episodes remain, and then we're going to conclude that that chapter and potentially start something new. But uh, that'll be the end of something that was uh, very special, legendary in my eyes, and will hopefully carry on because we still got people discovering the show and talking about it and catching up to it. But uh, we had some we had some incredible incredible memories left on that show, and we still got a few few more to make so stay tuned for that the bbb podcast um that was a incredible incredible chapter for sure and let's see uh gosh i think that's pretty much pretty much it on my my personal life right now um except my wife i gotta shout her out before i get into the movies and all that shit Uh, my wife is uh finishing up her second quarter of nursing school as i speak right now and just so so proud of her. I got to shout her out because she doesn't shout herself shout herself out enough, and uh, she deserves it. We have been through a lot, um, I so much this this year, and it is just absolutely incredible that she has been able to maintain and get through this. Still, um, that's going to be a just a, an incredible day. She has got one year left to to uh, graduate from nursing school and get that degree and. And then we get to start a whole new chapter in our lives together. And that'll be, um, gosh, we're just going to reap the benefits of that. So um, let's see, let's see, where should I start? I I wonder if I should just cap these laws real quick before I get into the movies. I got so many movies and shows to talk about. I'm I'm excited. Um, So the Daily Laws, gosh, August 6th, um, all the way through today, which is August 25th. I'm just going to tell you what those laws were, um, and then I'll move on to the next stuff because we got a lot to get through. So um, the daily laws we have that have occurred since I last potted was uh, keep them guessing, consider their self-interest, avoid argument, um, the moral effect, anchor their ego, master the art of insinuation, use their emotions, Penetrate their minds, leave people with a feeling, create compelling spectacles, use their rigidity, persuade with a light torch, make them feel your point, let them win on the minor points, how to deal with the irritating, that's a good one, um, the master motivator, the lore, the lore of the unfamiliar, find their thumbscrew, mix harshness and kindness, and cultivate the third eye. So those are all the laws you want to catch up uh, August 6th through August 25th. Um, I am still every day reading it and um, getting them going, uh, just diving into them each. Uh, it was getting a little overwhelming um, to recap each law. So I, I, I'd much prefer just if you guys are following along, you know, you got to get what you get out of it yourself. And then, uh, gosh, <sighs> I, uh, there's one more thing on my personal check and I forgot. I, I, uh, I'm one of those people, this regards to the music saved on my phone. Whenever I get a new cell phone, I, uh, I'm an iPhone guy and I always get the, the larger, um, larger, uh, gig, more space. And I, I'll never forget cause most people, um, they anticipate are getting, um, too much space. They're like, you don't actually need this one. And I'll never forget when I, I told him I wanted the 200 whatever gig one, whatever the biggest one they had at the time was. And he's like, uh, are you sure? Like, not many people actually need that much space. Let me let me see what you're using right now. And he look, he's like, oh yeah, you do need this. And it's because I download so much fucking music. I um 
I do a lot on my phone, but um, my music takes a lot of space. And I've always been one of those guys that a new album comes out that I'm interested in, I heard about, I'll download the entire album. And then when I get a chance to listen to it, I'll check it out. Um, and I don't always take the time to just save the songs that I liked. I just keep the whole thing and I'll add that song to a playlist. And then that shit just takes up all the storage and I can't stand wasted space. It just drives me nuts. Um, or hoarding <laughs> like the shit. I keep a lot of things, but I like to have them for reasons and in certain locations. And in this case, all of a sudden I became a song hoarder. My phone is just overloaded with songs. And I was like, I want to, I want to be one of those people who can get in his car or put his headphones on, just hit shuffle on his phone and know that all the songs on my phone are songs that I like. And I haven't had that in years and years and years because I just, it's overfilled with um, songs that I didn't delete. And I just added the ones I like to a playlist. So I've been working on that for over a week and I am finally on the W's. I'm going to alphabetic order. So I got a couple letters of the alphabet left and I could finally just fucking safely hit shuffle and enjoy that music. I'm pretty stoked. Um, but yeah, I had, uh, close to 6,000 songs, um, just stored in there for a while. And now I think it's down to like 3000 and hopefully it'll get down to about 2,500, 2000, something like that. Um, it's, it's difficult too. Cause there's a lot of songs that I'm like, Oh, this is a good song. Or I like this song, but it's not a song that I just want to randomly listen to. Sometimes you hear, hear a song, you can appreciate it, but you don't want it in your, in your random shuffle at all times, if that makes sense. So, um, just trying to get through that. I'm realizing uh, my my taste in music has certainly changed since I was younger. I uh, I very much appreciate um, more uh, more acoustics and pianos than than just basic hip hop. I do I do appreciate uh, quite a bit of things that I didn't realize, or maybe not appreciate, but I I vibe out to things that I wasn't really. Um, considering myself a big fan of before all of a sudden these songs are come like oh yeah see if this comes on my shuffle i could vibe to it no matter what um i won't want to hit skip and that's what the big thing is about my shuffles like i want everything to a point where i know i don't i won't feel like i need to skip it so that's a journey that's been fun i'm almost done with that one. Oh, where should we start maybe i'll start with the video game i never talk about video games on here um so the video game that me and my daughter started playing it's called it takes two and we, we got it on the PlayStation 5. Um, I want to say me and my wife were searching for a two-player game. I had been going through this struggle for quite some time. Um, years years ago, we, um, we really enjoyed playing like Resident Evil together or Call of Duty, things like this, where we can actually share the screen and enjoy some time together. And throughout the years, they're, they're limiting that so much. There's not as many games like that. And... And I was talking to Nobi on uh, on this this podcast when I interviewed him. We were talking about that how I thought it was uh, this this whole plan to separate us as human beings. And he was explaining how it's more of a plan from the business side that they're trying to get us to purchase more than one system. And I'm like, ah, oh, these motherfuckers, because that's kind of genius, but it's shitty because you know these these systems are expensive as hell. Now they're kind of exclusive. It's kind of hard to obtain some of these newer ones. So hold on. Oh, sorry, I had to take a drink. And to do that to people, it's just kind of shitty. So we stumbled upon this game called It Takes Two, and we uh, we downloaded it, and my wife started nursing school, so we never actually got to play it together. But my uh, my daughter was really getting into it, and she asked if I'd play it with her. And so we started, and I was like, holy shit, 
you got to truly work together to get through these missions. You can't run off and do your own thing the whole time. No, you got to really communicate and work together. And my daughter's seven. <laughs> so, and I'm not the easiest person to work with. If anybody knows me personally, you know that, yeah, I, I have communication skills. I have patience, but I am also a very impatient man naturally. And I'm naturally an angry person. <laughs> I'm kind of grumpy. And so my seven-year-old's trying to do things. And, and I think most of the time we would take a break from the game is because she would start to feel a little defeated by, <laughs> by my frustration. And I'm so proud of her. I can't even explain how proud I am of her of sticking it out and actually beating this whole game with me because she's only seven and she's still learning how to do certain things. She's, she's not a huge gamer. She's starting to become one, um, which is, which is fun to watch. You know, all my kids seem to love video games, um, more than I do. And, and it was just, it was fun. It was an enjoyable time. I highly recommend it, um, for, uh, couples, friends, um, parents and kids, whatever it is, if you're into video games, um, try this one out. It, it takes a lot. You got to get creative. You got to talk. You got to work together. And it, it was a, uh, it was not a quick, quick game to, to beat either. It took some time. So, uh, it takes two. Yeah. So check that out. And let's see, let's see, let's see, what should I move on to? We got, oh, fights. I didn't even mention fights. I'm just going to scroll down my, my notes. Start with some movies here. Cause I've uh, seen quite a bit. Um, there's a movie called 13 lives and that's on Amazon prime video, uh, came out in 2022 rated PG 13. And this one was a very special one. I gave this a five out of five and I don't do that often, but directed by Ron Howard. And you know, this, it's one of those movies. I feel like the world needs to see it's slow paced, but in, in a very beautiful and necessary way. I remember hearing the story about this when it occurred, but I never really imagined like what it would have actually been like and the amount of effort it took to um, make this story happen. I mean, the event happen. Um, that's the magic of movies. You know, the cast was um, very well done and the production was perfect, in my opinion. But uh, it's the story of the uh, the soccer team or the football team, um, not American football, but um, that was trapped in the the cave in uh geez was it taiwan i don't remember what country it was um but they were trapped down there for like 18 days or something like that it was insane and they had to send cave divers because they were being submerged underwater um to this the strategy that they had to do is insane the amount of effort and people in the community and around the world that came together to bring all of them back it was just absolutely amazing they did lose one person but it was a diver and that doesn't take a, away the tragedy any, any more or less but um they got all the all the kids out safely and um just absolutely amazing i highly recommend you check out that movie if you're interested in true stories if you're interested in just uh real hero hero aspects just good good film 13 13 lives on amazon prime video uh, what me and my wife checked out a movie called I Want You Back. This was also on Prime Video, um, twenty twenty two as well, rated R. I gave this one a three out of five. Um, so it's a uh, it's about it's got Charlie Day, which he's he's absolutely hilarious. Um, Clint Eastwood's uh son Scott Eastwood, which I just found out after watching this movie that was his son. But um, let's see, uh, Jenny Slate. Um, I don't think I really recognized. Too many of the other names. Um, it wasn't bad. 
you know, I feel like the cast selection was not quite there. Uh, they did a good job, but I feel like it, it should have been better. Uh, it felt too long, and you could see the end coming like a mile away, which really irritates me, especially if you you know how it's going to end, but you're waiting so fucking long for the end to come. Um, had the potential, didn't quite land for me. It's 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 a it's kind of a chick flick, not too much of a chick flick. I feel like it would have been. Uh, I don't know. I think the cast had a lot to do with it, but just the storyline, the way they drew, drew it out too long, we just heard it. But it's about a uh, a guy and a girl who get who get dumped. They um, stumble into each other and they kind of coordinate to become friends and try to win each other's partner back and trying to support each other in doing that. Pretty cool, unique story, but didn't didn't quite land for me. So that's uh, I want you back on Prime Video now, rated R. Uh, let's see. Let's see. My wife wanted to check this one out called luck on uh it's an Apple TV original. I came out this year rated G. Um, I gave this a three out of five. I hadn't even heard of it. I got home one day and she said she wanted to check it out. And if my wife and the kids all want to see a movie, I'm definitely down. So, um, it was cool. It, it probably a big thing for me. This movie sh- they could they could have cut twenty minutes off this movie and it would have been a lot better. Um, the story took a very odd turn and it's kind of like a almost like a Wizard of Oz weird vibe. Um, the way they disappear into another world, but it just took too long, too distracting from the the main purpose of the story because it starts off really sad, but in such a good way where you're just like, oh shit, this is gonna be really good and informative. Um, and then it just kind of goes off into this weird fucking wacky ass shit that just, I don't know. It's, it's strange. It's a, a girl who is aging out of foster care and she is notoriously known for having bad luck. And there's a girl that she was uh, roommates with um, much younger than her. And she's trying to be supportive to her to hopefully find a family one day. And um, it's just, trying to get her luck and identify how she can as she finally discovers some luck and she wants to pass it on to the younger girl to hopefully get a family um beautiful beautiful story in itself it's just a very interesting way of telling it that's for sure but it's an animated flick rated g on apple plus tv uh, if you got kids check it out with them for sure uh let's see let's see uh 13 minutes this was a uh, um god I, this one sucked to me. Um, another one, me and my wife were browsing. It came out in 2021, uh, rated PG-13. It's on Showtime right now. Uh, I gave this a 2.5 out of 5. Uh, it's a tornado flick, essentially. Um, it's a cast full of actors who have all done great things uh, in the past, but this this was not it. You know, the odd story, storytelling, um with incredibly slow buildup and like this very brief moment of suspense. And then it's followed up with less suspenseful drama, which is like ultimately as slow as the beginning was. So I, I had made the joke about 13 minutes of this movie was actually worth watching. And, um, you know, I also wanted to make note that, uh, I think it was the day, a day or two after I checked it out, um, Anne hash passed away after the car accident. She suffered a brain injury from, um, so rest in peace to Anne hash. She was in this film as well. Um, not her best work on this film, I don't believe. I think we've seen her um, truly shine in some some moments, but beyond the point, uh, she was she was very young to die that at that age. Uh, very sad. But thirteen minutes. What was that on Showtime? That's right. Two point five out of five for me. Definitely not worth checking out, in my opinion. Uh, Day Shift, Netflix original. Um, got pretty excited about this one. 
uh, came out this year, rated R. I gave this a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, Jamie Foxx, um, Snoop Dogg's in it, Dave Franco's in it. Dave Franco's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is wonderful. Um, I, I, I really enjoy this movie. Megan Good's in it. And uh, shout out to Megan Good because she still looks just as young as beautiful as she always has. It's it's crazy how she looks exactly the same, but uh, just a fun flick. It's a vampire flick, but it's not your typical vampire flick. It's not it's it's not so much of a horror in the sense that it's going to terrify you. It's there's there's some gruesome gory parts for sure, uh, but it, it's a cool flick. It's really it's fun. It's it's a fun entertaining film. So I highly recommend you check that one out. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, oh, I checked out a documentary. I'll talk about this one. Uh, just called I Just Killed My Dad. Came out in 2022 on Netflix. It's a mini series, three episodes. And uh, this was wonderfully done. I actually, if you're into documentaries, I recommend you check this one out. Um, it was full of trickery, for sure. Sad story um, and eye opening for sure. But uh, this one was about a, a kid who um, who had murdered his father. And, you know, it's, it just goes into three episodes to show you that it's not just case open, case closed situation. Um, you find out some some very interesting interesting things about this kid's life and why he ended up killing his father. You don't ever really truly know why or if it was just or not, but um, you, you go through that whole court process and the reasoning. At first you really think like, oh, this, this kid's a psycho. And then you think, oh, my God, no, he's not a psycho. This poor kid. And then you go like, huh, I wonder. Yeah, and it kind of leaves you hanging there. Like, but yeah, it was a very good one. I highly recommend that one. I just killed my dad on Netflix. Uh, TV. Let's talk about some TV. I've had, I've been having a blast with TV lately. Um, so Hulu, a Hulu original called This Fool is out now. The entire series is on Hulu. Uh, check this shit out. It is so funny. You're you're gonna laugh. Um, if you're into Reservation Dogs, I definitely recommend you check it out because it's got that kind of element of um, just just some some reality to a to a culture that we're not used to portraying through television so much. Um, some serious, some comedic relief, um, but just just fun and unique. I really really enjoyed that show. This full, um, I, I watched all 10 episodes. I even ranked every individual episode on IMDb. Not a fan of how it uh, concluded. I will say that I won't spoil anything, but I was not a huge fan of how it concluded. Um, I'm hoping that they'll come back, but I thought they should have ended it differently. But that's beyond the point. I still enjoy the show as a whole. Uh, another show we were checking out, me and my wife on uh, Hulu, original was uh, Dope Sick. We are not finished with that yet. I think we got five episodes left, but this show is fucking incredible. And it is all about the uh, the opioid uh, epidemic, whatever it's called. Um, but you got Michael Keaton um, starring in this one, and Rosario Dawson's in it. Uh, just incredible cast all around. A lot of familiar faces, but the story itself is just mind blowing. Uh, living in this country, especially, um, and seeing what the opioids have been doing to our people, and um, how big pharma has gone and the government's gone and just the drug drug problem that's resulted from it, the behaviors, the crime, everything. Watch this fucking show. It is amazing. Dope sick on Hulu. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. One I'm looking forward to checking out, but I have not started yet. Original series on Hulu is uh, Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. Um, 
course, I'm just I'm always interested in that. Uh, Kobe's birthday was just a couple of days ago. Yesterday was Kobe Bryant Day, eight twenty four, and I just you know finished the the HBO original series um, about the the dynasty of the Lakers. Um, so it's I'm always interested in that shit. Uh, so let's see, let's see another one that I wrapped up that broke my heart. Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is finished. Um, I, uh, I, I don't think I've ever been so excited to, uh, obtain and utilize a free trial membership of a streaming service. Cause I, um, I got to catch up and watch the final season of Better Call Saul and it was phenomenal. It was just so damn good. Um, if you love Breaking Bad, you got to watch Better Call Saul. You just got to finish the whole thing. It, it was just genius the way they were able to intertwine current past and future events in one series all revolving around breaking bad and nothing was confusing nothing was um nothing was left without some closure it was just so good um god it breaks my heart that it's over because i don't know where they can go from there with that i think the breaking bad saga is truly truly concluded now uh let's see let's see i guess i'll dive in some fights i missed last week's uh recap so i'll do a quick one i know nobody wants to talk about fights when they're too old but uh ufc fighting at with cheeto vera and dominic cruz um vera ended up getting that victory i want to say this was the fight card that it was all finishes i'm pretty sure I, i could be wrong no that was the one i'm pretty sure that was all finishes and it was absolutely insane i didn't watch the card live i ended up watching the replays later that evening and uh, just every single fight from the prelims to the main event was a finish. So very exciting. That's always fun what happens. I think the judge just had a free night to chill. And uh, let's see. Uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Paige Van Sant got pulled from her fight. Um, originally just said it got canceled. And I know she was on social media pretty heavy defending herself, saying that she was informed she was pulled. She did not pull out of it herself, and she was pretty pissed off. Uh, Mike Perry ended up getting the victory over uh, MVP. I didn't see the fight, but I heard some controversy about how that was. Um, I know my guy Mike said that Mike Perry's face looked like he was definitely the one who was defeated. I just didn't see how it actually went down. That shit was in London, so it was like 10 in the morning um, on our time on the West Coast. So I was not not getting up for that, especially if Paige was off the card. Uh, Usyk, Alexander Usyk and Anthony Joshua, too. Great fight. Um, Usyk ended up getting that victory, and um, Joshua just uh, he, he looked he looked more focused than I've ever seen him look. He didn't have some extraordinary walkout. He just walked out like he was ready for business, and he started that fight like he was ready for business. And then he just he lost it. He lost control of himself. He he was not sticking to what seemed like his game plan was originally, and Usyk got the victory. I think it was a split decision, which was insane. I don't see how any judge could have gave Anthony Joshua more than four rounds at max. But uh, one of the one of the refs had it, I think, 115-113 for Joshua, which is just fucking ridiculous. So um, Usyk, uh, uh, not obtains, he kept them. He retains all the belts, and it looks like him and Tyson Fury will be uh, setting up a... Uh, uh, a match to um, to combine all the belts because Tyson Fury went in and out of retirement back and forth pulling the Jay-Z and the Tom Brady um, for the dramatic effect and we're sick and tired of it but at least we'll get that unification bout for the WBC to join the rest of them 
And then uh, let's see, let's see. We had Teofimo Lopez returned. Um, and uh, gosh, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to talk much about Teofimo Lopez right now. He just, he's uh, he's slowly becoming less interesting to me. I I was not a fan of the stoppages on either of the fights on that card. Um, Zayas fought Espadas um, on the the co-main for that, and Lopez fought Kempa, and I just I, I didn't I didn't care for it. Um, I don't know. I'm not even gonna bother with it right now. Lopez is not as dangerous of a man as he used to be. Something something has gone wrong with his mental state. And speaking of that. Adrian Broner dropped out of his fight like two or three days before um, due to some mental health issues he needed to address. And and that's just something going on right now. I don't know. Something about their egos and social media maybe, the pressures of it, just different. I don't know what's going on, but it's 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 frustrating. I'd like to see Lopez fight Ryan Garcia um, or Tank Davis, but I don't think Lopez deserves Tank Davis right now. I think Lopez and Garcia would be a fun fight. When they asked Lopez about it, he uh, he didn't seize the opportunity or anything like that. And I, I, I that's the one I want to see. I think that's the only one I really want to see. And then we had a uh, UFC 278, um, which just the entire world dropped their jaws and lost their breath for a moment because uh, the big the big deal about this card was Kamara Usman getting knocked out by Leon Edwards. Absolutely insane. I'm not even going to talk about the rest of the card because, quite frankly, the rest of the card bored the shit out of me. And the main event was actually kind of boring me a little bit, too, up until that last kick. It was it was unbelievable, and I I owe my guy Mike a dollar. I will pay my debts. Um, I, I did not think that was possible. I just didn't. I didn't think Usman would ever get knocked out. Um let alone to Leon Edwards in this fight specifically. But holy shit, shout out to Leon Edwards. That was the most expert level perfected setup for that kick ever. And nobody had faith he was going to win that fight. Everybody, everybody had banged on Usman finishing it at that point right before it happened, and everybody just was like, what the fuck? So when people are saying the greatest knockout kick of all time, it is all of that included. It doesn't It doesn't mean the knockout was the cleanest that they've ever seen or the kick was the greatest. It was the timing, the element, the victory, the, uh, the triumph of the opponent, everything c- combined together, yes, Greatest knockout kick of all time. Shout out to Leon Edwards, um, new champion. And we'll see if Usman can recover from it and get back. I think he said he's willing to fight Edwards in England uh, for the rematch. Um, I think that wraps up the fights. I want to. I don't think I have any other notes on fights coming up. Oh, actually, I do. Um, uh, what is it? So we got uh, Devin Haney and George Cambosis, too. That's going to be in Australia again. Shout out to Devin Haney, man. I usually don't give him much props. But the fact that he went over there, won those belts, and he's going to go rematch him back over there again, give him another chance for his belts, that's just, I don't know, that's that's man shit. And he's young, and I, I didn't expect that from him. So shout out to Devin Haney. That's happening uh, uh, Saturday, October 15th at Melbourne, Australia. I think it's going to go exactly how it went the first time. So I'm not too excited about it, but I'll watch it. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I know there's one more fight announcement. Oh, De- uh, Deontay Wilder is coming back. 
Saturday, October 15th as well. Um, PBC, that's going to be live on pay-per-view. Um, and he is fighting uh, Hellenius. This guy is a monster. He is huge. He is a, a savage. Uh, I think Wilder will still knock him out. I, I just don't believe anybody has what it takes to beat Wilder, aside from Tyson Fury. I just don't. Um, but we will see. I mean, getting knocked out changes things. You know, he got his ass kicked by Fury in the his second fight, um, but he actually got knocked out in their third fight. And he, uh, we'll see what he's been up to. We see how he's been doing. But uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I think, I think boxing in the heavyweight division specifically is far more exciting when Devontae Wilder. Deontay Wilder is uh, active. Oh, yeah, and Sebastian Fandora, he is also coming back in October. October 8th on Showtime, he's farting uh, Ocampo. Uh, he's always just fun to watch. So I'll be uh, looking out for those. Um, and then, of course, next month, I don't want to skip to October without talking about next month, we got Triple G and Canelo with the trilogy. That'll be exciting. Okay, just a few things to wrap up, I suppose. Um, some shows I'm looking forward to catching soon is the return of Cobra Kai, uh, the Jiggle American Gigolo on Showtime, starring John Bernthal. That starts very soon. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh, she Hulk, garbage. I'm just gonna say it. I haven't finished episode one yet, but I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna even check out anymore on Disney Plus. I was very excited for this. I thought me and my girls would enjoy watching it together. It's just so fucking corny and dumb. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law on Disney+. Plus. Check it out if you want to. I don't think I'll be checking it out. Uh, me and my daughter, my older daughter, she's um, 10. She really, she's into scary shit right now. And so I'm always navigating, seeing if it's appropriate level of scary for a kid to watch. Because I watched a lot of inappropriate stuff and scary stuff at 10. But I don't want to enable all that, right? So <laughs> I'm trying to balance it out. We, we started off with this uh, bite-sized Halloween short film series on on Hulu. Those are pretty fucking dumb. Some of them are interesting, but um, we ended up stopping because she couldn't stop laughing at how ridiculous they were. So we moved on some to some of the American Horror Story ones, but I have to be very selective and go through the IMDb's parental guidance on them because some of them are definitely not appropriate for us. So finding a few here and there. I just watched the recent one last night, um, which I'll probably let her watch, but it kind of sucked the facelift episode if you guys are keeping up on it. It's, it's just always hit and miss with those those shows. Um, I watched The Goonies, uh, flashback, throwback, true approved classic, certified classic in my opinion, The Goonies. I tried to watch that with my youngest daughter recently, and she thought it was too scary, which I thought was hilarious because, I don't know, I, I, I love The Goonies. I'm trying to think of if I ever thought it was scary when I was younger, but she doesn't like violence in any sense. She doesn't like blood. She doesn't like death. She's just like the sweetest little human being in the world. So she couldn't finish The Goonies. I ended up finishing it. Just absolutely love that movie. Um, Pinocchio um, is coming out to Disney Plus very soon. Looks like a live action style. Um, I I think my wife's, I think this is the one she's been waiting for for quite some time. So I'll, I'll definitely check that out. I'm excited for that. Uh, we're, we're supposed to go see the new Beast movie tonight. Shout out to my aunt in uh, Florida. She had sent me a, a movie a movie gift card for my birthday. I was specific to see this movie, so we're going to finally go use that tonight. Very excited. And uh, let's see. Last night I checked out Orphan First Kill. That's on Paramount+. Plus. Absolutely stupid. Um, I... It's from me. I was a huge fan of the Orphan movie. I thought it was creepy. I thought it was unique. I thought it was done so well. 
when I heard about this, I got really interested, but I was like, how are they going to pull this? It's a prequel, of course. Um, and it's just so fucking corny. Julia Stiles is in this movie. And they, they took a unique twist on it. I'll tell you that. I did not see it coming, so shout out to them on that. I haven't officially rated it yet, but if I if I was going to say anything, I'd probably give it a 2 out of 5. Um, just just dumb. Just so stupid. Um, so, yeah, Orphan First Kills on Paramount Plus. Now, if you saw the first Orphan, you'll probably enjoy checking it out. I'm, I'm not, I don't regret watching it, if that makes sense. And then another throwback. I uh, checked out uh, this last week. Me and my mom and my sister, we were going to go see... Uh, uh, we were going to go see Maverick. I've already seen it. My mom's actually seen it twice. My sister hadn't seen it yet, so we were going to go see that together. But um, my family all started discussing arachnophobia and the movie. And um turned out my sister hadn't seen it yet. And so I was like, man, fuck the movie. Let's go back to mom's and we'll, uh, we'll watch arachnophobia. We'll rent it on Apple and fucking watch that shit. So we ended up doing that. It took my oldest daughter and uh, it, we had a great time, but uh, that movie still resonates. It's just as creepy. <laughs> it's just, uh, if you haven't seen that one, uh, check it out. It's just a classic. Um, yeah. Fuck all them spiders. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, and then, yeah, just a fun fact I wanted to fucking share. I, I follow Uber facts on Twitter and every once in a while they have something that just blows my mind, but they, I saw this. I get interested in people's discussion points and the replies um, with certain things. And uh, they had put, they had said that Lego, um, the company Lego, doesn't make any military themed sets because the creator didn't want to make war seem like child's play. And I was like, oh, this is going to spark some interesting conversations. So I went to look. And the amount of people who are claiming bullshit because they make Star Wars sets really concerns me. <laughs> to wonder if this if that fan base really believes that star wars is real um it was just an overabundance of star wars references and i'm just really blown away if people are truly visualizing that movie as the same as real life war so i i wanted to share that gather anybody's thoughts on that matter but it made me think of something else because i don't think anything's wrong with lego's decision to do that you know, to each their own. Um, they're going to have their own way of doing things. Cool. Doesn't always make sense to us, but that's what they that's what they choose to do, and that's why. But uh, R.L. Stein. I don't know if you guys remember R.L. Stein because it reminded me of something I read about him uh, a while back that he, you know, the the writer of the Goosebumps movies, he, he never used, like, divorce or drug use or any child abuse or abuse in any ways in his books because he didn't want kids to affiliate any of his stories with anything that could actually occur to them in real life. And I thought that was so interesting. So I started looking at some of the books again, cause I hadn't seen some of them in so long. And I rewatched the series a few years back, but, um, I was just like, no way. Like he, he avoided all of that, you know, and he had some crazy shit going on in his books. Um, uh, some, you know, very terrifying as a kid, but yeah, it's kind of cool to think that he avoided real life traumas, to make sure that they were completely fictional fantasy kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so just some interesting facts that caught my attention. And uh, on the book game, I'm still, of course, reading The Daily Laws by Robert Greene. That'll be to the end of the year. And uh, reading Rich Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, which has been uh, very interesting, learning about uh, financial literacy. And um, I haven't really dove back into the Will or the Trejo book um, over the last few weeks I will, of course, um, keep going with those, but I've been taking a break from them. 
just trying to play catch up on a lot of things. So I uh, hope y'all are doing well. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves and I will be back. Hopefully not nearly as long of a break as this was. Um, I'll be bringing you, of course, the movies, the TV, some books, the fights, um, the daily laws. And of course I'll be um, getting my, uh, my new journey of overall health and wellness, physical and mental um, shared with you guys. I want to document it along the way so you guys can uh, feel the, the uh, the the progress and the impact as it as it as it is occurring. So, uh, stay tuned for all that. And uh, I'm I'm working on trying to get a couple new interviews going. I have some guests I'm interested in, but like I said, just trying to get my own routine going before I can bring other people into it. So, I will keep y'all posted. That's True Reviews Podcast. I'll catch y'all later.